Hey guys, Lauren here with RW Business Solutions and the Mindful Business Life podcast. Uh, just dropping in for our Monday mindfulness with business aspects supporting it. And so this week's talk is going to be uh, kind of like a build into it, but ultimately turning your passions into freedom. And I, what I mean by that is pretty much how to be your own boss, how to get into business and how to allow it to allow you to thrive. And also the mistakes that I've made. So for those, let's go with my story, right? If you listen to the first one, you get a little bit of an idea, but ultimately um, I, Started uh, life mostly like bartending and serving, um, moved up in different areas and got like training around like Facebook marketing at one point, very young when Facebook were like a like fresh out. So, you know, it's like super new and barely evolved to where it is now. And so I worked for a skating rink at the time, and then I moved to a restaurant, moved my way up the restaurant um, and started doing uh, management, but also marketing for events like Christmas and Easter and things like that. And um, from there, um, I just like everyone else, like we have a social media and most of us, I'm, I'm very techie. So some of us, you know, who are techie, um, really clinged to social media because it was something in our realm. One, because it is always asking us to learn and to stay up to date with the trends in technology and how these platforms are being run. And so naturally, I guess, just like many other people, I just grew into, doing social media stuff, but it stayed focused on my businesses that I was doing. First, I had a, um, a small jewelry shop. And then, um, like I said, I worked, I built my team business buddy, which was a more so like a web development and business coaching company at first. And then slowly over time, I was starting to get asked if I could do social media management. And right as I was getting asked to do social media management, you know, that was a whole new industry for me to really be in, like really learning how to do graphics and use Canva and, and, you know, building websites and inputting all the information that's needed. And so just like, again, it grew, I tell people all the time, like my business grew me. I didn't grow my business. So like when the request came, I was like, let me meet this challenge and see if it's something that I'm good at. Now, in the beginning, I I wasn't good. <laughs> I was okay at website building. Um, I've gotten so much stronger. And even social media and graphic design, like I started off not that great, but I've, I've had over a year and a half to really grow into it. Um, and so like my graphics have gotten better. Um, my My structure on how to manage my clients have gotten better because we are a digital marketing firm where we manage social medias. Um, And so I've really grown into it and I've had time. So turning your passions into freedom, how to become your own boss. That's how. Take what you're passionate about and turn turn it into freedom. Pardon me. So turning your passions into freedom. Like that concept sounds kind of like vague and maybe it kind of (laughs) is, 
but ultimately ultimately in this day and age it is something that you can most certainly do so i'm going to give you like a little bit more of a backstory because it's it's how i encourage everybody my little brother or people i know that are getting ready to go into college i go what are you going to be when you grow up right because that's the question everybody asks and they're like i have no idea so what I always encourage them to do, I'm like, that's okay. You don't need to know. What you need to do is all the things that you're passionate about or have an interest in, partake in them in college. Take those years um, right after high school to really dabble into the clubs and activities and things that you, you've had an interest in. So for me, um, when I was in college, uh, I worked for Ron Paul in 2012 on his campaign. Um, I ran a Young Americans for Liberty, Liberty in college for a few semesters. I occupied DC. I worked on the normal board. I love politics. I got into it. I also was in school for aerospace engineering. So I, I was very lucky. I got in to do some writing for NASA and um, got offered opportunities to go watch <laughs> launches of probes and space station stuff and very lucky i met bill nye super cool so that's what i did in college i really like delve into the areas that i was most passionate about and for me it was uh politics and and space so after college um i didn't get to finish i had a, a kid and instead life changed and that's okay because sometimes the path we're on we we think it's the path but it is not the path <laughs> and life happens and you just have to like go with the flow um and so after leaving school to be a parent i didn't know where i wanted to be or what i wanted to do and then i moved to myrtle beach and still the same concept but I found myself diving deep into finding things that I was passionate about. So I started taking yoga. I was starting to run. Um, I was starting to study um, different spiritual topics, starting to devil dive, <laughs> devil, uh, dabble in, you know, helping people with their website designs. And so like, I wasn't sure what anything was gonna bloom into, um, I just knew I was passionate about these different areas. So with that being said, with that being said, I then went on to get my yoga certification. I went on to get a business coaching certification. I um, started running uh, fives, tens, and half marathons. And not everything has to be uh, a financial gaining like endeavor as well. You know, you want to have passions that are just hobbies and things that you really love, but then you want to have passions that can make you money. And if I had wanted, if I had, if, if running was a deep passion, I could have been a running coach. I know there's a lot out there. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of, you can do anything if you really want to. And so, and I went ahead and with my yoga cert, I went and got some sub certifications. One is in bar, which is like a ballet fitness class. And I love fitness. Um, even if I am chunky, I love fitness. Um, so, you know, I added the fact that I love 
fitness into my yoga routine as well. And so I took a passion for fitness, figured out how I can incorporate in what I was already doing. And that's the thing is like, you can turn it into this big bubble, you know, of everything that you are and, and make money off of it. So, you know, you change as a human being. And so your passions are going to change. And so I want to encourage people, like, don't feel like, okay, I did this for like five years and I've kind of burnt out on it, or I feel like a whole different human being. Um, but, you know, I spent all this money on the certification or I've, sp- I've been doing it for so long, you know, have the courage to step out of what you're normal and what is normal, what is comfortable and explore what is new. You are going to change your body, your mind, your spirit, your business is going to change every so often. And you have to be flexible with your passions and the things that you're working on building on to change with them. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I know personally, I was... I was um, big into yoga. I still am. I was teaching boatloads of classes. And um, like I said, getting my bar certification and starting to teach like a bar yoga class. And, and then I actually attained three injuries within a year that made me have to sit out. And now that I'm I don't actually have the full go ahead to work out, um, but to start rehabbing my foot back into, um, in a healthy state, I'm like, okay, you're not ready to teach yet. It's not time to go back. And so I'm being realistic about the fact that like, I had such a heavy driven, passionate side to yoga and I still do, but it's different now. And will I go back to teaching full-time? Probably not. Uh, I do own a business now, so it's a little harder to go back to that full-time but ultimately, you know, what can I, what can I still do? And um, so I find myself doing classes here and there, mostly virtually, which has been really cool. And then some local stuff from time to time as well. And so it's not that my passion for yoga has changed. It's just my lifestyle around it and my flexibility to incorporate it has changed. And so you change your life changes. I didn't expect to be in Charlotte really booming with this this firm and it's starting to happen so fast that, you know, I've got to be willing to be all in and flexible with my firm rather than being flexible and teaching yoga. And so really respecting yourself as you change, because as your body changes, as your mind changes, your perspective changes and the things that you want to do changes and that's okay. And I think we need to be willing to let people um, really be in that space. You know, who cares if they've had a hundred careers? Um, a lot of people say that when I die, <laughs> my gravestone is going to say, what didn't she do? And I love that. I love the fact that I've lived such an abundantly uh, eventful life and whether there has been success or no success, follow through, uh, it doesn't matter to me. What matters is that I've done things that have soothed my soul and that they've all helped me grow and develop in the best ways possible. And so turning your passions into freedom, you know, anything at this point in time can be turned into a business. You just have to get the core concepts of the why, your packages, um, 
you know, and that's pretty much it. Like those two, like if you have your why, why are you doing this? And you have your like packages or the things that you're selling, you're good. It's time to roll. And then you turn that into being your own boss. And that may start off as you working full time and having your side job. And then you working part time and going more full time with your business. And then you going full time in your business with no side job. And so like, again, flexibility and allowing yourself to be whatever you need to be is super important into becoming your own boss. And also the fact that like, I lost the thought, <laughs> being your own boss, right? And and then like the trials and, and tribulations, I mean, growth doesn't happen quick when you own a business. You might in the beginning, because you have like a good reputation or whatever, you may see such a boom in your business because of that. Um, because if you're in the community a lot and doing a lot of community work, the community will be the best support system you have for growth. Um, so you may see like no boom in the beginning, very slow, nothing. And then you might see a lot of growth and that's amazing. Um, and then you may topple down where it slows down and then you've got to get back out and do more building. Or some businesses are hit businesses where they hit the ground running. You know, they um, have pre-promoted for a long time. They have, you know, been in the community doing work. They have traveled and, and, and put their perspectives or their business in other areas that they're not usually in. So, it, you know, it just depends on how you go about it. I personally am a mixture of like taking time to grow and booming at the same time, depending on what like area you ask me about. Um, so, you know, to be your own boss means being real with yourself. And it means having compassion for yourself as well. And it's knowing that times are going to get heavy and they're going, it's going to get tough and it's going to ask you to put a lot of time and effort and energy in. But if you're willing to stay with it and, and let it just like flow through you, you're going to get periods where you get a break and time off and time to relax and time to recuperate. I know for myself, you know, as I'm really working hard to building the marketing firm out with the holding company, um, sometimes I am working, you know, 16 hour days and using so much of my creative energy that I, like by the end of the month, I'm just like exhausted. And I put that gentle reminder out to myself, like, remember, sometimes it's you're going to get asked to do a lot and overload yourself. But if you can still maintain like a positive attitude and keep working hard and diligent and just put the gentle reminder that there will be a payoff time-wise, then it keeps me motivated. So the last like, the last like month and a half of work has been two months of work has been really heavy. Numbers have been up and down. Companies have been started and pause. Um, growth has been made in, in my company. It's like, there's a lot of things that have happened. And so finally the opportunity to go out of town came through. My friends are hosting a retreat and um, I have been saying this for a while to myself, just hold on tight. Time will come. Relaxation will come. And so 
I'm just putting it out there that it most certainly will come and that things will get easy and they will get tough. And it's just that ebb and flow of life, period. You're going to see it everywhere, especially in your business. And so just being your own boss means needing to be compassionate with yourself, but need to be honest. Could you be doing more or are you doing too much? Are you investing your time in the right spaces? Are you investing in the wrong spaces? You know, touching back on your goals, are they realistic? You know, they call them smart goals. Um, are they realistic? You know, are they, is there a time on it that's actually reasonable and so many other things specific and all those things. Um, so, you know, being your own boss means calling yourself out for where you're lacking, but then having compassion and understanding for that, that same area. And then being your own cheerleader, um, you know, when you're landing clients left and right, and you tell people that not everyone's going to be super excited for you. Um, so just be excited for yourself and, and have no fear that like, you know, whether people support you in your growth now or not, you are making growth and that you are supported by God and by the heavens and what's meant for you to be will be. And I think that's another thing to keep in mind as you become your own boss, you're going to change your business going to change. I can't keep saying that enough. Respect change, love change, fall in love with changing. Um, because it just, it makes you, it, it molds you into who you're supposed to be and the life purpose you're living for. So we talked about turning your passions into freedom, dive deep into the things that you're really passionate about, join clubs, join activities, go out and meet other people doing what you are doing and see how they do things. But find what really you are passionate about and then let it become something that is of business for you. And then how to be your own boss is by doing those things and then having conversations with yourself that are around compassion and realism, but then being flexible in the change and then finding ways to set yourself up properly. And that's by knowing your why and creating packages to support what you're doing. So we're going to move into the last portion, which is... <clears throat> mistakes I've made. <laughs> I actually was going to come in here and be like, I haven't made any mistakes. Um, that's it. Um, but <laughs> I think it's important to remember that when I say that, um, I, I, my, my, my thought process is that mistakes are not mistakes. They're, um, they're a way to move forward and they are a way to be better than you were. And so if you stop looking at your shortcomings as such a negative and see them as like a positive, helpful thing, um, you're going to be more grateful for life and you're going to achieve more than you even realize. But some mistakes, I guess you could say that I've made. Um, charging too low. Um, I've definitely lost a few clients because I've gone, I've said, okay, it's time for me to charge more. You need me to invest more time. I've got to charge more. So really recognizing your value ahead of time and not expecting others to see that in you because a lot won't see the value in you. Um, they just see the money. And I've learned that so heavy, like people will be like, oh, I'm spending so much money. And it's like, well, if we really calculated and I'm, I'm a math person. So I really calculated what you're paying me hourly. Half the time you're paying me under minimum wage. 
So technically you're not paying that much. You're actually paying under minimum, bare, under bare minimum. So um, that's a big one is, um, is, you know, making sure I'm getting paid what I deserve. And you're going to change, like I said, and, and things will change it, but you can set a nice firm price and work with people on it. Um, or, you know, just request that that's what you make. I have two packages. One is a growth financial plan with my company with marketing. And then one is a set plan, which is shorter time. So you either grow into us financially and then you, but you're with us longer or you um, have the heftier payment monthly and you have a shorter contract. And so that took me time to actually evaluate and decide. It wasn't something I knew right away. And I played with my numbers a lot. And that's something to, I'm going to encourage is that, you know, um, you're going to change. So your packages are going to change and what you want to offer wants to change. And if you get new certifications, um, so, um, definitely keep that in mind. So, you know, mistakes I made, um, undercharging myself, uh, sometimes not having real clear direction of like where I'm going or what I'm doing, um, allowing other people to pressure me into um, being something I'm not quite yet or um, showing up in a way that I'm not like extremely comfortable. So sometimes people are going to ask things of you and it's going to put like extra work on you that you weren't prepared for. And so learning that, like to have boundaries, right? So as a business owner, learning to have boundaries, I guess that's the best way to say it. So not getting paid, like making sure I'm getting paid what I deserve, not setting boundaries, you know, not allowing clients to call whenever they want, you know, Monday through Sunday, like being at, at, at will. Um, so make sure you set those boundaries, make sure you set that pricing that feels supportive to you and, and your growth. And uh, I think, mistakes I've made. Again, I don't really see anything as a mistake. I really see everything as a learning lesson. And it's so, I think if we stop with that negative connotation around like, oh, I've messed up, it's, oh, what did I learn? What can I do better? And so I'm not perfect. I, I uh, you know, I'll joke around like I am sometimes, but, you know, sometimes you are perfect. Sometimes you are hitting the marks. Sometimes you are hitting all the marks. Sometimes you are right in alignment. Sometimes you are showing up perfectly. So I don't want you to think that you can't be perfection or that you're not perfect sometimes because there are moments where you are in it and in it perfectly. Um, but there are definitely times where you can do be do, you can be doing better. So I just want people to stop like thinking it's 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 negative. It's always got to be negative to make you positive or like the negative makes you grow 24 seven. No, it's, it's the acknowledgement of the lessons and the things that you're not doing well on that make you grow. And it's not being hard on yourself. It's being honest and compassionate with yourself. So, um, so yeah, turning your passions into freedom, how to be your own boss mistakes. I've made just a, a few, like I said, I don't really even think of them as mistakes. I just think of them as learning lessons. And so I hope you guys have a wonderful week. I'm going to post this in just a little bit and I'm wishing and blessing you on this wonderful day. Peace out.